Welcome to Engineering Success. I'm your host, Jamie Hutton, and in each episode, we'll bring you an influential and inspiring guest from the world of engineering and construction. Sharing fascinating insights into their career journeys, we'll explore the challenges they face, how they keep motivated, and what the future holds for them. Speaking candidly about the engineering and construction industries, we'll find out what's made these successful people successful. We'll also have special featured guests who share their stories of success, talking about the attributes and mindset you need to succeed. This is Engineering Success. Welcome to episode number 18 with our very special guest, Mamta Singhal. Mamta is an engineer, a public speaker and a new product design expert. She is a chartered engineer, a council member at the Institute of Engineering and Technology, on a UK manufacturing policy panel and was Woman of the Year Toy News 2015 finalist and Woman of the Future Ambassador in 2015 and 2016. As well as this, she is an Associate Member of the Women's Engineering Society and in 2007 she won the IET Young Woman Engineer of the Year Award. She is also a committee member for Strathclyde University Down South Alumni Network. Mamta holds over 16 years experience working for global firms such as Mattel, Hasbro, Dyson, Mars Chocolate and Polaroid. She is experienced in continuous improvement, engineering, project management and new product design in commercial, creative and technical environments holding a passion for sustainability, engineering, public speaking and inspiring others. Mamta is professionally media trained by Media Woman Limited in 2015. Recently interviewed by the BBC, ITV, ITM Productions, Management Today, The Scotsman and The Telegraph. She has been a keynote speaker for Dyslexia Scotland and in March will be speaking at the Equate Scotland Conference. She was a speaker and mentor at the Management Today's Inspiring Women in Business Conference in 2016 and 2019 in Scotland, Birmingham and London. Mamta is also a keen blogger, presenter and a columnist for national and international forums. Hi Mamta and welcome to Engineering Success. It's great to have you on the podcast today. Can we start with how you first became involved in engineering? Well, I, as a child, I grew up in in Scotland, which is known for great Scottish engineers. So you had people like James Watt and, you know, scientists like Lord Kelvin. So I I had quite an academic family as well that kind of took me to the science centre and showed me experiments at home. So I, I always suspected I would go into a technical field and then... 2000, no, 1997 was when I got into, enrolled into engineering. I, right. I liked maths, so it yeah. seemed like a natural progression. Right. So who or what's been your biggest inspiration? Um, 
My biggest inspiration, I guess, is just, as I said, kind of seeing those big statues around Glasgow of those engineers and thinking, how do they become who they are, you know, and watching <laughs> yeah. the ship, the ships getting built in the Clyde and yeah. great bits of architecture and engineering. But also, I was, uh, when I was just in my late teens, that's when Dyson and, you know, Apple were just coming yeah. to the forefront. Yeah, yeah. And I, I really thought, I want to be part of that. Right. So lots of... M- male influences I I guess in the beginning but I guess it's all changing now and you're seeing a lot of the the gender balance is changing and I I want to be part of that as well. (laughs) Yeah so what challenges do you face on a a weekly or a monthly basis? I think challenges is a lot of it comes down to confidence as well I think as females we don't have role models we don't have people within industry or outside of work that we can always go to and say like this is what I'm struggling with because it is a very male dominated field so feeling valued or just having someone that understands our our fears and our you know our strengths and 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 that is that is a challenge for me and I think it hasn't always been a challenge and not in every company not in every situation but when I reflect on my whatever seventeen years in industry, there are times when you just think there's no one like me. No, no. There, you know, I am alone in this game, so yeah. it can be quite lonely. Is that changing more now? It's changing in the sense there's more people that feel the way I feel. Right. But what there still needs to be a big step change is having people that will help females, people from ethnic backgrounds, people that maybe aren't the the, the slightly gobby ones in the team or yeah. the, the slightly charismatic ones. We are as engineers reserved and thinkers. Yeah. Yeah. And there's stuff going on in our heads and we need people to help us see how that can be leveraged because it's useful stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Believe yeah, it or yeah, not. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not programmed to be brilliant marketing and charismatic presenters necessarily. <laughs> we're we're programmed to be great thinkers. That's right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I like yeah. to think so. <laughs> so, what would your number one piece of advice be for somebody who was looking to start an en- an engineering career? Well, I guess it ties in with the last one: is just be really confident. Yeah, and I think that's something I've personally struggled with: is just believing in myself. And I've had to reach out to a group of people because daily and you know over over my career my confidence has been knocked so right. yeah be be open to challenges as well and and put yourself forward for things yeah so don't don't worry don't worry about stuff um and if one job's not working out one situation is not working out keep keep looking and also engineering's not a man's world it is a world for everyone yeah yeah so you might not see that vice president and who's a female but you can be you can be that person. Yeah. So I definitely would say that to the younger group is people of my generation have maybe helped set the scene. Yeah. But really, this is your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you think we can try and enthuse the next generation um, into a in, into a career? I think it's about, you know, it's cliche, make sure there's role models. But yeah. it, it is actually that. I mean, I, I see regularly on the news and in all the social media avenues lots of noise being made about this but actually get those females on boards executive panels get them visible um 
and, and make sure they're given a good education, however that is, whether that is through the apprenticeship, whether that is through a formal edu- academic university route. Yeah. But it is about engineering is about people and solving everyday problems. And yeah. if we don't have um, your board or your your executive panel that re- represents the community you're serving, we're actually doing the whole manufacturing and engineering community a massive disservice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we see that. We're not valued in the UK as engineers. If you go to the US or to China or to India, there isn't that big a, no. a discrepancy. Yeah. And actually, they're coming out with fantastic bits of engineering because yeah. it's purely about great people. And unfortunately, there is a little bit of a boys' network yeah. still. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's detriment to the, to the industry. Yeah. So why do you feel that there's been a, a skill shortage in engineering over the, over the last few years? Um, again, it's coming back to engineers not being valued. If you think qualified, a lot of qualified engineers will will come back with, uh, come out of you know uni or, or whatever way they, they, they have these great analytical skills, great math skills, great um, you know minds, so so to speak, and they won't see the the salaries in engineering or manufacturing and they'll go into finance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll learn a sensible amount of money and actually the career structure within engineering doesn't lend itself to to feeling valued yeah. or, or feeling like you can grow. So it it needs an image change. Yeah. It needs to be valued and I think there are policies in government initiatives that are really helping to redress that and it's not just about supporting apprentices it's about appreciating and supporting people in their 30s people in their 40s people in their 50s and in their 60s because they all come with different types of knowledge and 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 you know experiences and we do see a lot around apprentices but actually it's much wider than that yeah and there's a lot of skilled engineers that are struggling to find good jobs because they are forced to go abroad. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't have an answer to your question, <laughs> but I can see what the problem is. Yeah, yeah. So obviously my next question, do you think uh, the engineering industry could promote itself better? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. We we know what doctors do, we know what teachers do, we know what accountants do. Do we actually know what an engineer does? And we need to get engineers into schools. We need to get these engineers earning the same salaries that if they'd stayed gone into finance, they would earn. We need to yeah. start paying them well yeah. or better. I mean, it's not to say it's an, it's, it's a well-paid industry, but yeah. actually they come with... It's, it's difficult to it's as difficult to get into an engineering degree as it is to get into finance or yeah, to yeah. some extent medicine. So they're academically quite sharp. A lot of these people, yeah, but they get they get pushed to the side to some extent. So yeah, I I, I do think there's a lot that can be done to, to to kind of help the industry. Yeah. Do you think because there's so many different careers in engineering, promoting it can be quite difficult, can't it? You know, it's like there's not, there's not just, you know, if you're a specialist, say, in civil and structural, you don't know about chemical or, or mechanical. Is that another problem with the promotion, do you, may, do you might think? Um, I think engineering's for one of those fields that you can learn so much. I mean, I, I did mechanical engineering, but I did bits of electrical, bits yeah. of civil. 
So we, you grow up learning to appreciate different types of engineering and, mm. and you can move from one sector to another. And you have to on a day-to-day basis. You know, when I worked in the toy industry as a design engineer, I had to work with sound engineers. I had to work for yeah, manufacturing yeah. engineers. Yeah. I had to work with tooling engineers. So, you know, from f- from all levels. So it is important that you, you have that breadth as well. Yeah. So do you think engineering is doing enough to um, promote diversity and inclusion uh, industry-wide? Yes and no. <laughs> uh, I'm never going to give a straight answer to, to this one. <laughs> so the reason I say yes is you're beginning to see a lot of kind of ethnic minority people on posters and on billboards and websites. Yeah. But... I truly believe in unless you follow it through and value these people. Yeah. I, I and it's it's cliche. We we're all different. You know, and some people will say, Well, you shouldn't see colour and you shouldn't see gender. You should just absolutely but everyone of any background or any race or comes with a unique set of skills. So yeah. I actually see them as yes, different but different in a good way. Yeah. And you know, I, I look at myself, I look Indian, but I sound very Scottish. I've, I've got a great Scottish network that I can leverage while being in industry down in London or, or globally. Yeah. Yeah. I also have, you know, I, I now through the IET want to connect with IET India and kind of see kind of my roots and, and where that might have stemmed from. So yeah. DNI doesn't have to be about making sure that everyone is a white English male absolutely not that is doing everyone a disservice but dni can also be just seen as a marketing tool which frustrates me to no end i've seen it on websites for all sorts of places Mm. but what does it really mean and it shouldn't even be an issue it shouldn't even be a topic we shouldn't even be talking about it we should just be working with each other because we see everyone bringing something unique to the table and something special to the table but the fact that you're making a big deal about it makes me think you're talking about it because you don't know what to do about it Mm. And, and that's quite worrying and maybe i'm a cynic but and that's why I don't think we're doing enough because it still seems to be a problem in industry but with that said i i know a lot of great people like the Association for Black and Ethnic Engineers, the yeah. STEM Nets and the IET, the Institution of Engineering Technology, all banging the drum, yeah. absolutely vocal about the need of just having women and irrespective of colour, creed, background, age, race. I couldn't care less. I just want to work with great minds. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I want at the table. I don't want people that will support their buddy. Yeah. I want people that will support great people. Yeah. But we need to tap into that stream as well, you know, the underrepresented uh, group of people, which yeah. is difficult as well. It's like you say, it's not just about the poster, is it? It's about getting that poster out and showing what it's about to everybody. Yeah, and, and that poster is simply, it's just a billboard. Yeah. But until you follow through with that and promote that person that is on that poster, it's pointless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you are just thinking, right, I need a a Chinese, a black, an Indian, and a white person on a poster. I've done my DNI yeah, tick. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And I, 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 I find it frustrating to no end. But if that if those people are actually being promoted up the ranks yeah. and being valued for what they've got, yes, that's when how you look and what you sound like shouldn't matter. Yeah, You're just yeah. a good 
candidate for that role. Yeah, yeah. So what attributes do you think uh, you need uh, to be uh, good at engineering? I mean, some would say you've got to be very good at maths. Yeah. Um, and I know people have said, but I'm not good at maths, but I want to get into engineering. And there's probably a space for you. But yeah. if you want to kind of do the traditional kind of after school, where do you go next? I mean, I, I loved maths. Mm. And, and to some extent, if I hadn't done engineering, I would have done pure maths. But a problem solver. And I think more and more now is is being good at networking and socialising yeah. and, and being able to do podcasts and being able to speak because that's actually where a lot of the opportunities within engineering are. Yeah. And being able to understand what finance think, what marketing think, what the factories are, are doing and being quite empathetic as well and sympathetic to, yeah. to everyone's needs. It's... Uh, a career that I think is really rewarding because you see how things are made and mm. how things are going to happen. Yeah. But I I think everyone can be an engineer and everyone is to yeah. some extent. You know, if you think of medicine, yeah, they're yeah. they're yeah. solving problems. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a creative journey. So yeah, it's a, it's an interesting profession in itself. But yeah. yeah, I would definitely look at being good at the science, technology, engineering, math type subjects at yeah. school. Um, but I also think if you do have weaknesses in any of them, just leverage your strengths and you can yeah, yeah, patch yeah. around yeah. some of yeah, the yeah. bits you're not so good at. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think are the biggest challenges ahead uh, for engineering? Um, I think I think it is what an engineer is and what they do and actually getting the, the noise of, you know, the, the, the impact that engineers have. We yeah. look at Crossrail, we look at big bits of engineering that's in London. You know, we're sitting here in this fantastic studio. Yeah. Amazing sound engineers have put this all together. Yeah, yeah. But it's also everyday things from the, the phone that's in your hand to your toothbrush to everything that we interact. Yeah. And so that is a challenge is people don't understand that engineering has impacted our life in such a, a fundamental way yeah but we take it for granted and until we start taking it for granted <laughs> and going wow that's yeah, a bit yeah. you know it's a yeah, zip and yeah. it's a great bit of engineering or that's an x-ray that's a great bit of engineering yeah. so you know if it wasn't for engineers we'd probably still be you know in the dark ages yeah, so yeah. we're progressive people so yes absolutely i i think that is one of the key Key challenges, absolutely, is just getting under engineering understood and yeah. being valued as a community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, have you had any mentors who have helped you and, and continue to help you along your uh, career journey? I've had, I've had a lot of support, kind of, in the last ten years. I, I, I never thought about it too much during my university days, and you know, I. I wish I had more people when I was applying for jobs and and even yeah. now when I think, you know, I'm struggling with this thing, who do I speak to? Yeah. I do now have a network of people, but I've been quite fortunate. But people at the Women's Engineering Society, again, the Institution of Engineering Technology and yeah. my university, you know, I went to Strathclyde University and Glasgow University. And I feel very comfortable just picking up the phone or emailing some of my old lecturers going, what do you think about this? And it's <laughs> right. nice yeah, that yeah. 15 years on, I can I can go back to yeah. Strathclyde University and, and just say, 
I've had a thought. Like, do I go down this route? And yeah. they they see things differently, and it's nice to get that perspective. So, I don't have a formal mentor, but I I do have people I can lean on, and, and also mm. just friends that are engineers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how do you keep yourself motivated? I I did laugh when I saw that question because <laughs> I struggle. <laughs> I struggle um, at times. Sometimes I'm. You, you know, I, I can be stopped and other times I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> I I guess just motivation. I, I, I'm i very mindful of the people I speak to and spend time with. Right. There are, there's always going to be the naysayers. There's going to be people that have said, you've not got a career in this. I mean, I, I clearly remember being told by an academic that I would never make it in the engineering world. And God, I'm so glad I never listened to it. (laughs) I've been told that I'm never going to progress in my career, whatever. You know, and it's people have got their own problems and actually stay away from them because they are just going to bring you right down. Hanging out with great friends and knowing where you get your positive energy from and knowing when to just stop and think, this has just been a bad day. This is just not going to work out for me and doing something. So having great hobbies and good friends and a good network, again, it comes back to having people where you can just take time out and say, can I have a a chat? I don't know what's going on. And and doing things like this. You know, I I get a lot of positive energy by talking about things that are frustrating me and things that I'm excited about. And that motivates me going, I want to do more of this because I might help someone. I might support someone through something. So motivation is tough. Um, But also being good to yourself and just congratulating yourself. If no one else will, maybe you've got through that that week. But no one else has supported yourself but you. That's important as well, isn't it? Absolutely. Being able to do that. Yeah. So we know it's um, important to continually develop ourselves. Um, how do you develop yourself? Well, I guess recently I became a chartered engineer and that was one of the big questions on uh, as part of the criteria is how do you kind of, what's your continuous professional development? Yeah. And I I see people who don't focus on developing themselves. They, they do their job and they go home. Yeah. But actually... It's a very narrow focus on your career and your profession. Yeah. For me, I I've always I love being an engineer. So more than anything, I like my profession. So it's not a chore to yeah. do a bit of continuous professional yeah. development, to listen to a podcast, to go to uh, an engineering lecture at the IET or at the IMECI or wherever that may be. Yeah. So I find it really healthy as well because I learn about stem cells or I learn about nuclear power or I learn about something that's totally disconnected from my day job but it makes me think about how can that be applied how how might that impact sustainability in the long term and Mm. how does that maybe connect with what I might be doing one day yeah yeah so I I do believe I develop myself I'll pick up books you know I've still got a lot of my engineering books and I'll think god I used to be able to do this how do I relearn all of that <laughs> yeah I I go to a lot of lectures I the IET TV's got some great pieces from very kind of child-friendly you know everyday lectures to very high-end technical lectures so I use that yeah. a lot yeah and and now obviously podcasts and yeah. YouTube have got a plethora of, of information yeah. that can yeah. be out there. So I do think it's important. I also try and do a few training courses as well that 
that you can go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's critical. I yes. think it's it's good for the mind. Yeah. So what are the biggest changes that you've seen um, in engineering over the last five to ten years? I definitely think there's been, you know, without you sounding biased, when I when I was a junior engineer, there was only about five to six percent females. We're yeah. now looking at 12. Yeah. So what, in the space of 15 years, it's doubled. Yeah. So I do see a change and I, I, I can see there's there's a step change. Um. I also see more companies asking for accredited engineers yeah. and professionally registered engineers yeah. because they want to value the, the kind of process that that takes. So yeah. that's also key. And also people are moving up the ranks. Good people are getting the, the right jobs yeah. and the right roles. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, all the things that I think is a, is a, is a challenge, they're slowly, slowly getting addressed. But yeah. It yeah, is yeah. happening. There's great networks for for people with all sorts of backgrounds and networks. Uh, and it's it's good, but we still have problems. And I don't know, maybe the, the big change is social media yeah. as well. Yeah. So how people are applying for jobs and how people are getting known. Yeah. I mean, think of how you contacted me with yes, through social media, right? <laughs> and this is how we get known and yeah. this is how yeah. you get known. So yeah. we become mini celebrities in our own right. Yeah. So how do you think it'll change in the next five to ten years? I think absolutely, and I, I I do and I don't like social media, but I think it will help redress a lot of things because I see my friends going on Twitter and Instagram talking about stuff that matters. You yeah. know, before they were silent voices and didn't have a seat at the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And suddenly they, they've got this forum to say, actually, I never got that promotion and I really deserved it. What yeah. do I do? Or I've left this job because... This is what what happened, yeah. Or, you know, hooray! I got my accreditation, and actually, you build communities and you build networks and you build friendships. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's where females, the BAME community, but engineers as a whole will find people like them. Yeah, and that's important because then you can understand one another and support one another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've joined many engineering communities online and it's just been great to see, oh, it's not just me yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's, right, yeah. that's struggling yeah, with yeah. that. It's not just me that's feeling that way. But it's also great when you, something good does happen. It's not all doom yeah. and gloom. No, it's it's no, also no. just saying, I've gone to this great event. Yeah, yeah. You know, great to see you there. Or, <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's also the, all the positive stuff. Yeah, so yeah. absolutely, it's, it's going to change and... Technology is going to be at the forefront of a lot of that. And actually, it's the technology that engineers have helped create. So yeah. it's, it's quite circular in that way. But yeah, sustainability yeah. is obviously going to be big as well. Yeah. And and that will be quite fun to see how we 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 develop that <laughs> zero, yeah. ze- zero carbon yeah. and waste yeah. Yeah. economy and all that stuff. Yes, yeah. yeah, so it's going to be interesting. So final question. Um, what does the future hold for you? Oh, I've... I've got a few thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing, you know. I, I've I've been in industry a while now, and I, you know, I'm in my late thirties, and just think, gosh, what have I not achieved, and what would I like to achieve? So I think for me, it's I I would like to at some point become a fellow. Right. That's very important to me. Yeah. I want to give back, so I would like to do more work with academia. Right, yeah. But and also see where the skills within academia, within manufacturing, can actually be applied to industry. So a lot of that knowledge transfer stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
it's only only going to go grow. Yeah. I would like to possibly become a professor. I've, I've right. said that on a number of occasions, but yeah. I don't know if that would ever happen. <laughs> but I'd also like to move up the ranks. You know, yeah. I've I've been at this level for quite some time. Yeah. Uh, in a very varied industries, you know, from from kind of toy development to food development to, you know, helping with consultancy stuff for yeah. up in Scotland. So, just seeing how all those dots, you know, without sending silly, c- can join yeah, yeah, and produce yeah. something that I can be strategic as well as kind of quite methodical and and use my technical skills and. Um, yeah, and now I, I don't want to be stagnant. I don't want to just stay where no. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think my network will help me figure that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so watch this space. Indeed. Yeah. Mamta, thank you so much for your time. It's great to have you on the show. Thank you very much, Jamie. Okay, thank you so much for listening to episode number 18 of Engineering Success with the amazing Mamta Singal. It was a real pleasure to meet Mamta. She is helping to inspire people into the engineering industry and works tirelessly and in her own time to promote STEM and the fantastic career you can have within this industry. An active campaigner on diversity in engineering Mamta is an incredibly passionate engineer who through her work with the IET, Strathclyde University and other organisations is helping to change the perception of engineering. If you enjoyed the show, I'd love for you to share it with someone who you feel would benefit from listening to it. You can share it on Instagram or Twitter and please leave a comment and a rating if you can. Also, subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. We've got some great guests coming, so until the next time, have a great week and I hope you succeed in all you do.